Schnurzen, welcome back. This is your host Nico. You're listening to Bionchology Podcast, and today I have a treat. I have Freddy from Sonar Watches Sweden. Hello, Freddy, and welcome. Hi, hi, Nico. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to hear. How are you? You didn't sleep well this night, I heard. Now I have a, 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 a small family. I was up like five, six times during the night. You know, when you have kids. Um, sometimes the reality kicks in. <laughs> yes. And uh, please tell us about yourself. Well, I'm uh, almost 50 now. <sighs> Sounds strange to say that. I'm, I'm almost 50. I'm 49. I'm an I'm a ordinary guy, I would say. That it's even stranger me. for me because I'm looking at you. <laughs> and I, I'm... Uh, more than 10 years younger than you and i look more than 10 years older than you no, so no, 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 no. it must be you know it must be the swedish fika probably probably <laughs> the swedish fika and the vacations that we shut down the the country for like four five six weeks during yeah, the summer. yeah yeah you can't do anything basically well Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm an ordinary guy i would say uh, family guy um, two dogs two 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 boys one one wife one house and 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 uh, enjoy and and a little bit watch nerd maybe i don't know <laughs> uh yeah that's basically it not much to say tell me do you remember your first watch yeah i do i really do because I, i'm i'm from a i'm not from a i'm not from a poor family but you know mm, low middle class my we we were three boys with a single mom, so she had a lot of things to do. Just, just not only the work, but but also taking care of all, all three of us. So we never, you know, very seldomly we got super special gifts for presents, you know, birthday or or, or Christmas or stuff like that. So, but uh, I think I was thirteen or fourteen, something like that, and I have really had my uh, eyes on on a watch because I started to. I started to get into watches quite early, uh, and then it was a gap between that time and when the adult life came in, and 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 not so many watches uh, was in focus at that time. But but I, I think I was thirteen or fourteen, and I had my 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 eyes on on a, uh, a Casio calculator. I I don't remember the the model name. I think it's like CCA fifty three or something like that. Mm-hmm. I had it for a couple of years, and, and, and I honestly don't don't remember what happened to it. That was my first watch. Yeah. Was that the watch that ignited love for watches, or was it later? No, it, it was later. It was later. It was much later in my thirties. In the in the beginning beginning of two thousand, I was promoted to to become a manager for the, my first time, uh, and it was a very turbulent time for the company and and for me also because. People have left the, the the company. We have started to shut down f- factories around the world, and, and it was so a stressful time. And I got the opportunity, I have to say, to to become a manager for 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 a, uh, a department of about thirty thirty five people. And that's when it started, basically, with the, with the, with the watch, because I I wanted to celebrate this for me achievement and and uh, and situation in 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 life, basically. So I went out to, to to buy myself a watch because that I thought that was the perfect gift for yourself, <laughs> and 
during that time, during the, the, the time where I was trying to find a watch to buy it myself, I couldn't find any. So it was hard for me to, to accept that so many watches, so many watch brands, and, and, and for me, all of them basically looked the same. So it was hard for me. And that's where, where the spark was ignited, I would say. That was when I was like, well, if so many brands, so many companies, and, and there are so many watches around the world, how hard can it be to, to basically design your own? That was the, the start of everything. Yeah. Well, while we, we, we added, how did it happen? What, what was the step one in creating the Sonar brand? <sighs> the, the first step was to, 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 to come up with a, a design that I, first of all, liked that I could feel comfortable and, and, and I really didn't need to compromise with. That was a really important thing for me, that how can I design a watch that I don't have to compromise with? So that means that both the, the, you know, I mean, the functional and the aesthetic parts were, were really important for me. So I started to, to think about that. And, and, and I have always been inspired or, or I have always been yeah, inspired by, by old vintage or basically art deco design where you have the, the square or rectangular shape, you have vibrant colors. Uh, you can see that in, in all my dials, all, you have white, black, green, and blue, and, and, and there are vibrant colors. They're popping up, you know, popping out. So, so the, the, the art deco design is one of the biggest influences on, on my designs, I would say, that you have a, the stepped form if you, that you have in the, in the 1920s, 1930s, uh, skyscrapers in the U.S., uh, you have the Chrysler Building, you have the Empire State Building. I mean, you have numerous of fantastic design and architecture. That's, that's one of the biggest influences on me concerning the design. How about your personality and, and who you are? How is that translated in the yeah. design? We talked about it in... in a, yeah. In a... Well, I, I want to stand out, basically. And, 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 and I, I say what I want. Uh, and, and I'm honest in, in that, but, but I'm not rude. I'm just trying to be honest and, 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 and humble in the, and, and also at the same time. But I guess that's, that's the part of it. Um, a rectangular watch, there are a lot of rectangular watches, but... It's a, there are very few rectangular watches that is, if you say, bold or, or, or more masculine uh, as mine are. Uh, many of the, 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 the traditional tanks or square watches are, are slimmed down, uh, elegant and, and beautiful, of course, but, but if there are very few masculine. You have two, two models right now. You have the Legacy and the Momentum. Can you talk yeah. about uh, color variations, uh, sizes, and specs? Yeah, it's yeah, it's every, everything started with with uh, the legacy, uh, which is a it's a quite basic watch. It's a quartz uh, movement from Iota uh, twenty thirty five. Um, it has a, a regular uh, Japanese loom. Uh, it's uh, had a sapphire glass, no anti-reflection uh, coating. So it's a it's a basic watch, and all of the the, the first the first batch was all blue because that was the color I, I really got stuck on, and that is a super. I think it's a super awesome color to have on on, on a dial, and it's quite 
unusual also. Uh, so uh, that came in blue, basically. So this is, and the second batch was uh, uh, upgraded with colors, I would say. So then I had uh, blue, black, white, and also green was introduced then. Because the, the green and the blue dyes are, they are, I, I love very popular. I totally love them. They are, they are. Um, the green one is, is our bestseller the shelves, yeah. by far. Yeah. Um, so the momentum was uh, a, an, an upgrade of the legacy, mostly because I had a lot of, a lot of um, good positive feedback from the, from the watch community, basically. So from Facebook groups and from, from watch forums. Uh, a lot of people loved the, the liked the, the, the legacy, but it was too basic for them. And I understand that. I totally understand that. So, so, so it took about a year to develop the momentum, and it was a lot of. It was designed with a lot of influences from 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 uh, the watch community. So that has the same four colors on the dials. They had a, it has a, a doomed uh, sapphire glass. Five anti-reflection, five layers of anti-reflection coating. It's colorless, yeah, on the inside. And I upgraded the movement to uh, Miota uh, 1939, which which I think it's it's a lovely movement. And and it was really easy for me to choose Miota as well because I was looking at Miota and Ita, Eta. That's I mean that's the usual movement in this in this price range, I would say. And I contacted them or tried to contact the, the, the suppliers and, and the companies to, that deliver them. And, and Miota reached out to me. So Citizen Miota reached out to me and asked me for a meeting. So we had a couple of meetings, uh, online meetings. And, and, and when they showed their you know, support and engagement in, in my small project, I, it was, I mean, it was obvious for me to, to choose Miota, Citizen Miota. So that's a couple of things. Uh, we have the, the water resistance upgraded from 5 ATM to 10 ATM. Um, what else is it? Well, we have a custom-made crown, which uh, turned out really good uh, with a small logo. Not a big thing, but it's a, it's a detail, you know. Uh, we... But hey, talking about the logo, you have to tell the, the story of the logo. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, the logo is, is built up... Um, from two letters, the letter S for Söner and the letter W for for my two sons, uh, William and Vidar. So I inter integrated the two letters, and above the two letters, I have three dots. One dot in the middle, which reference uh, to me myself, and the two dots on the on the sides are my two sons. So that's a personal touch of the logo. Uh, yeah, and and also. If you look at the brand itself, the, the name is Söner, which is the Swedish word for sons. So, so it was important to me when I designed or created the brand to, to have a close connection to what's most important to me, the family and our family values. So that's why I, I named the, the brand Söner. And, and you also, we, I, I spell it with, with, with the Swedish letters, of course, which makes it also a little bit maybe exotic. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's the history behind the the name and the, the the logo, basically. Yeah, you have done this for a while now, but what did you do before before you were oh uh, busy with Sona? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have worked with Sona 
about 15 years, I would say. And, and before that, or around that, I also, as I said before, I work as a manager. And, and when I went through the, the turbulent time when, to be a manager for the first time, I, I felt very lonely super lonely and this was not on the top but but this was on the way to the top and it is very lonely in these positions and and i felt that uh i really wanted to i would like to have some help in that situation so during that time i came up with the idea to 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 write a book uh if you can i can or if i can you can that's the name of the book um, and that's basically the philosophy I have on life. If I can, you can, and, and, and how hard can it be? That is my two, two principles of life, basically. How hard can it be? You know, I'm not the first one to design a watch, so how hard can it be? So I started to, to write down notes to myself to remember how should I handle this situation and that situation? How, how should I do when, when I need to get somebody some uh, if what should i do to get my colleagues to do the uh, one thing or another thing or how can we do it together how can i create a, a good culture so i started to write down notes to myself and started to connect these notes and and after i think it was a year or a year and a half i have so many notes articles so I could create a book, basically. So I got help. I hired a guy that could put this together. And, and I wrote a book uh, about, you know, management, leadership, and stuff like that. And, and that's, that's how, how it's, it, you know, I came into the entrepreneurship, I would say. That was the first time I created something that I could basically sell or, or use for, for, for marketing because I was I were out. I was out uh, lecturing a lot, connected to this to this book, so so to speak. So that was the first time I was, you know, creating a small brand or company, basically. I think it sold about ten thousand x in the end. So it's pretty it was pretty you, good. We will put the put the the book link in the podcast notes so people oh, okay. can 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 fi- find it. Is it translated in English no, or is it only, only Swedish? Swedish? Unfortunately, only Swedish. Well, we, we have a lot of Swedish-speaking uh, listeners, so... That's cool. That's, that's all cool. right. It's interesting because looking at, at, at the watches, uh, especially the, the black one, uh, the black dial and the white dial, this is exactly the type of a watch you will expect on a boardroom, office, and entrepreneur's wrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is a black one. Ah, yeah. I see. Yeah, I see, I see. It's, it's an interesting observation, uh, and I, I remember when I started the, the the brand. I was, I mean, I was new to it. I was totally new to it. I didn't know anything about watches, or I, 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 I knew a lot about watches, but not how to create them, to design them, to produce mm-hmm. them, market them, sell them. You know how to be an entrepreneur, basically. So I remember in the beginning, I I I, um, I asked a marketing firm. Here in Gothenburg to help me to to put you know put the name um, on the map basically what kind of uh, graphical uh, colors uh, layouts everything the the web page and also we started with a, a customer analy- analy- analysis a customer analysis to see what what was the real customer for this watch and they did a lot of 
interviewing and, and, and uh, you know, questionnaires and stuff like that. But, and they came back to me and said, well, this is, this is your customer. This is your primary customer. And it was like 20 to 35 years old males. And I was like, okay, but... but were they right? No, they were so wrong. They were totally <laughs> wrong, yeah. And, and because I wasn't in that age either. So I had basically created a, a watch that wasn't for me. I was like, this is so, it's something that doesn't matter. It's, you have age crisis. Yeah, <laughs> something is not <laughs> correct here. So, so I, I, I really didn't listen to them much, I have to say. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't care. I lost a lot of money, but I didn't care. So in that way, it was also good. I knew that, well, that is not my specific customer. Um, so when I started to sell them and, and I, see the, I saw them, the customer came in and, and, and bought my watches and I could see the demographics, the age, the, 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 the gender, where they lived and so on. They were spread all over, all over the, 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 the world and all over the, the, uh, the age span. So it's awesome because I have the youngest guy that bought a watch, watch was 18 years. And the oldest guy who was a, a board professional, a, a man that lived, he was making a living of being a professional a board member. He was 88 or is 88. Wow. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome to see the span of ages. Uh, but I would say that the most common customer is, 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 a, is a man between 35 and 65, I would say. Cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, would you be willing to tell me about the, the, the bad and the ugly, the challenges of running a market? There is no challenges. Because... Everything is, is, is just flowing. It's no problem. It's no issues. Mm, so I hear. Yeah. yeah, it has been a hard journey. It has been a really hard journey from time to time. Most of the time, it's 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 it's, it's interesting and, and and funny. And especially, I have a very personal uh, approach to my brand, so I, I really love to speak with my customers and talk to them about what they think about, you know, the straps, the clasps, the um, the, the the glass, whatever. I'm, I'm really into that. That that's that's what makes me going, and also that's what gets me inspiration to go forward. I don't want to st stop with, with my legacy momentum. I want to do something else later on with, with, with the brand. So, so I'm try to be really personal in, in, in that sense. Uh, that's the really positive things. The hard part is, I would say, two, the, hard, the two hardest parts of being an owner of a microband is, one, you have a lot of trolls out there you have a lot of people that want to put you down there's a lot of people out there that you know that, that i don't know why i still don't know why uh, but they they you know they this they you know they they comment things that is unnecessary and uh, many times rude you know um that's that's really hard and, and we are all human people we I, I even if i don't try to to listen to that or try to make that affect me in some way it does anyway so that's the first thing the second thing is you need to learn how to find suppliers that you can trust in that is it's, it's, i mean i don't know how many thousands of dollars i have lost in shitty suppliers and it's super hard to find them even if you have you know i have protocols quality check protocols it doesn't matter 
I have been in the factories and see, seen everything, oh. talked to the managers and everything. But when the products come, it's still, you know, things that is not good. I have added a velvet bag that you can use when you travel with your, with your watch. If you have a couple of watches on your trip, you can always put them in the velvet bag so you can protect them at least that. So, and, and when I bought my first velvet bags, they were, I mean, they were so terrible. I, I mean, it was crazy, you know, how bad it was. And, and also the, the first supplier of the watches uh, spelled the back case wrong. So I had 400 watches with, with misspelled back case. I was like, what, 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 what should I do with these? You know, so uh, it's, it's go on. Limited edition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I have I have a transplanted the the, the back case, case back on, on oh, four hundred watches. That was a lot so, of work. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, and so and it go on goes on, you know, with with these kinds of problems. So that's the two biggest um, drawbacks to running a microband, I would say. I don't know if I read it somewhere or I was told that um, you insist your customers wear your watches. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your legacy and philosophy? Tell me about it. Well, I've, I've created a watch brand that I, I want, not everybody, but as many, as many people as possible to wear. And when I say that, I really mean to wear. I, un I understand that people have several watches or, or, you know, one or two or three and they, that they go to. But then they rotate them in some kind of, you know, uh, regularity or something like that. Uh, but I really, I mean, really, really keen on uh, selling watches that that my customer wear. Uh, yesterday, I got a mail from a, a lady that bought a watch and she said, well, I don't like this watch. That's the only thing I need to know. That is the only thing I need to read or hear. And then I said, no problem, no issue at all. Just return it. And you get a, a full refund. And that's nothing strange or so. But it's for, for me, it's really important. Uh, if, if I have a customer, and I, I, saw, I, I think it was four or five months ago, I talked to a customer. Um, and he said, you know, I can't, I can't change the battery on my legacy because it's so dirty. I was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I, I, I work as a, as a, I don't know how you, what do you call that in, in in English, sutara, uh, uh, chimney sweeper. So I work as a I work as a chimney sweeper, and 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 you know I, I wear the watch every day, but the, you know it, I have worn it for about two and a half year, and then the battery is, is is dead. I was like, no problem, no worry at all. Send it back to me. So I sent him a new bot, a new watch, just because he had worn it so much that he basically couldn't change the batteries. I was like, cool. no no problem at all. Let's do it. I will send a new one. Yeah, yeah, you don't want your watches to end up in the, in the drawers. No, no, no. Send it back or give it away or what, do whatever you want to do with it. But don't let it sit in But a that's box. what you tell them, not send it back. Give it away. Yeah. <laughs> Pass it yeah. on. And now I'm curious, what's the next step? Are you making, I mean, your watches are obviously very masculine, but in the context of, of uh, today, they have to be looked at unisex. If, mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. But are you planning to have more feminine model or are you making something yeah. else? Are you willing to tell me the future? 
I, I don't I don't know the future. I, I have three three main uh roads ahead of me. Three main uh different variations or models I I have in my mind. Um and, and one of them is definitely a, f- a female watch. Um two things that I learned uh, throughout the years uh is that it was from the start it was a, a only a male watch that was the idea to create a male watch i didn't i didn't th- see the the women in in my perspective when i was designing the legacy from from a simple uh fact that i'm a man i don't think i can design a watch that female would like females would like that that's how simple i was in my in my thinking of i'm creating a a, a male watch so uh, and and when i started to sell the watches more and more uh, women ask me, why can't you do a more thinner, more feminine one? That that I would probably, I would, I would love to to buy that, and my friends as well. So I can't deny the market in that way. Uh, so definitely, I'm looking into that. I have a the work the the the, the project name is Madeline, which is my na- my my wife's name. And I'm not sure if I if that would be the model name either. I have that also as an idea. Maybe it should, you know, in a nice font, say Madeline as the model. I haven't decided, it. but that's that's one of the the roads I'm 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 going down to. Uh, uh, I'm 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 walking. The second one is the most challenging project is to to design and create probably or or, or may maybe the first rectangular shaped die watch and when i say rectangular shape i mean the dial not the rectangular the, the, not the boîte itself because there are a few rectangular shaped die watch but i haven't seen one with a rectangular dial and uh, and i'm really inspired by the super compressor watches that have the internal uh, bezel um, that is a really interesting project but also, I need to think of it in a, in a marketing way. How how yeah. how how big is the demand for such a watch? So so maybe that is maybe now when I'm thinking about it, maybe that is the third you know step. Uh, I think that's more of a egoistic project for me myself. You know, that would be awesome to to create and design the first the first uh, rectangular. It's an ambitious project, I tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, it 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 could be an awesome project, and and the and the third project, which which I'm leaning most to, it's it's creating a a, um, a second, a third model, uh, a different design, more slick, more more uh, more traditional tank uh, watch, uh, but still rectangular. I will never, never design a round or oval watch so it will be a rectangular but more unisex more unisex watch with, with a cool specification i would say so that's the three three main projects I'm, I'm looking into now exciting exciting a little bit difficult question when you don't wear your watches what do you wear uh, i only use my garmin watch I play golf and I run a lot, so so then I use my Garmin watch uh, basically. Um, I think if I if I would choose another watch to wear, you know, 
in the day-to-day life, it would be a Tussener from Gothenburg, I would say. I, I like the, the simplicity, the, the stylish and the professional way they have, they have uh, created their watches. I really love that watch. But other than that, I, I, I only use my Cerner's and, and, and my Garmin watch. <clears throat> yeah, so that would be the, the watch I would go for. W- what about you? What do you think about the, the watches I sent you? I think I sent you two, the white and the blue dial. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I've been sending you crazy pictures with 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 straps that are not yours. I'm sorry yeah. about that. But uh, no, it's no problem. Just I love, give me the I love, verdict. I love I love uh, straps, and this is a strap monster out of the box. So it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's that's a, that's another challenge I have because I also love straps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need to restrict myself to a specific amount of strap because otherwise it's it's, it's too differentiated. You know, it's so, helpless and hopeless. So I understand you. I understand you. <laughs> I I got the blue one and the white one, and uh, I have trouble uh, choosing which one I like the most. Uh, there are mm-hmm. several things I really really like. Uh, First one is, of course, uh, uh, the crystal, because for me, that's very, very important. Uh, I, I actually didn't expect to, to see such a good anti-reflective coating on the crystal. I didn't expect that the chamfering of the, of the crystal, which has happened only once before on a Nasumi watch, mm-hmm. the chamfering on the crystal matches the angle of the chamfering of the case. Yeah. And it, and it's the it creates a third third um, layer, if you will, to to the yeah. to the case. It really there is a three steps, which creates dimension and 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 uh, layer. So I I love that very much. It's not a boring watch, but but at the same time it's really really simple, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, I, I, I like that you see that you notice that there's not many people noticing that that the design that is the shape is 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 domed evenly yeah yeah but then also the 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 space between the the lugs is mm-hmm. it's uh, also uh not flash not not flat it's a little bit uh done in yeah which creates more surfaces to polish but it, it has created another dimension so it, it, there is plenty to look at if you want to look at mm. then uh sign crown with the with the logo and, con- and uh, it's a contrast sign crown, which it, it's polished to 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 match the 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 case. I love that as well. Uh, I like the blue one very much because that blue I haven't seen that blue before. I, and I know those that have listened to the podcast will say, "But you're colorblind." Yes, I am. <laughs> but I have colorblind glasses, so now I can see. Oh. And uh, it's it's very rich blue, and so does everybody say who I've been showing this watch to. And um, uh, there is a chamfering on the back of the, the case, which makes it for very comfortable wear. I hate completely sharp edges on the case. Uh, there is basically none of that here, even though you would expect that this there is a... <laughs> it's funny because it's a square-shaped case. There is not a, there is not a single sharp edge on it. Yeah, so uh, I love that, and uh, the straps. I have to mention the straps because when when I saw the price, I expected run of the mill budget strap. Honestly, yeah, it was not that, and I didn't expect that that I would like the the clasps as well as as I did. That mm-hmm. was also a positive surprise. So 
quality strap, quality crystal, anti-reflective coating. Uh, the ergonomics are considered as well. This is a comfortable watch, even though this is not a small watch. No, no, it's 45, 35, 11 millimeters. Yes. So I would imagine everybody from six inch wrist to eight point something will feel very comfortable wearing this one on basically any strap, really. Mm. Have you so, noticed the, the, the loom? Yes, because I, I did. And I, I know that you're not a super big fan of loom. It's not that important to you. Uh, it is, but not, 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 I didn't, I didn't expect to see it on this watch and I didn't actually need it on this watch. But then I thought when I, when I saw it in the, in the evening, when I came in, because we live in, in Finland, uh, we have a, the, the sun goes down two in the night in the summer. So I came like late, it was like eight, nine o'clock in the evening. We, we, we came home and I was like, it was, it was uh, glowing. I was like, uh oh, okay. I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also think about people that have just one watch. Yeah. This is a, this is for the, for them, this is a complete package. I didn't, I didn't need it honestly on this watch, mm. but for those that have just one watch. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's a complete package for them. It's, 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 it's needed. So I'm happy you have considered it. I'm happy you have included. And again, for the price, this is uh, a lot. And then uh, the Miyota, so it's a very compelling package for, for the price. I'm actually, I'm quite impressed. Mm. I don't think you have won much on it. No. <laughs> but the, mar the margins are, are small, but, but you know, yeah, yeah. And I think maybe that is also part of my philosophy. I don't, I mean, you can't create a watch brand or anything else if, if, if you are, if the idea is to make money of it. I mean, not the idea, if the sole purpose is to make money on it. I don't think you can create something that, that, that will make it in the long term. I don't think so. Uh, so, so even if I don't make a lot of money on, on the watches, I have created something that I can feel proud of. And that's, yeah. that's super important to me that when somebody calls me or mails me or whatever, how they co contact me, I need to be able to, to stand by my watches. I, 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 don't, I, I need to be able to be transparent. I'm super transparent. I can answer basically any question about my, my watches. But one last thing I, 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 I forgot to, to say that, that I'm, for, for those that have listened to the podcast long enough, they know that I'm a, a, I'm a big fan of durable watches. They don't have to be divers, they don't have to be necessarily military, but if they're durable, I'm interested. Mm. And when I watched those on the, on the pictures bef before I received the samples, I was like, I, I, know, I know you told me that they're, they're very tough, they're beefy, they're durable, but I was like, we'll see about that. <laughs> that was my that was my attitude, and I'm happy to report they're they're quite durable. Yeah, I, uh, as as the chimney sweeper. Second, as, as the, the chimney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did we yeah. miss anything? I don't think so. We said it all. <laughs> we said it all. I don't. I don't think so. No. I, I, I'm still going back to this. Was there any any watch that influenced the design? Did you did you see any watch, or was everything was in your head? No. I, no, I had, it was two watches that was basically my inspiration. But strangely, I don't know. Yeah, strangely, 
it didn't affect the, the, the outcome that much, I have to say. They are not that similar. Uh, so Boulevard and, uh, and uh, Don Giovanni, that was the, the two main inspirations for the design. But and and I think the the second mock-up I have that's the one that I going for when when uh, I will I will probably do the unisex that is more like these two it's almost a combination there. Where can people see your watches live? Uh, is there any showroom that they can visit? No, everything is online. I have one Swedish and one English site. That's that's the only thing I have. And yeah. And people can find you on Instagram, Facebook, any other places? Yeah, TikTok. We started the TikTok channel uh, a couple of months ago, I would say. Yeah. So you're everywhere, basically. If yeah. you're on TikTok, yeah. you're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming today, Freddy, and, and um, I'm excited. This is uh, I'm glad this to is hear. Crazy! This this qu- square diver, wow! <laughs> Super compressor square. Don't that, get that me I'm started not, again. <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> okay. Uh, I used to joke with my wife that uh, that uh, poor people are, are uh, counting sheep. I count watches. <laughs> Before they go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But thank you so much for coming. Thank you Looking very much for having to, me. To have you to have you again in the future, and uh, uh, even talking other watches as well. Uh, you have a lot of knowledge, even though you don't wear so many watches. You're on the forums, I know that, and uh, you write posts and you answer, and uh, you're involved, and I like that, and that really translates into into the product as well. Thank you for the listeners for, for, for their time listening. And if you guys have any questions, recommendations, complaints, uh, if you just, just want to chat with us about watches, uh, contact us. We will have uh, both uh, contacts in the podcast notes. And until next time, remember, what's beyond horology is time and people. Respect them both. Goodbye. Bye, guys.